you've been looking for a podcast to help you transform your physical and mental one that'll shoot you straight between the eyes with truth and no bs helping you have the right mindset to accomplish things the iron will and fortitude to follow through with what you say you're going to do no excuses Mark owns martial arts schools, and after 30 years, he has some real insight for real talk, real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, live from the Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox. Now we're unmuted. Now we're live. I can see you there, Jay. All right. Good morning. Yeah. How are you doing, Jay? Good, good. Good morning. I'm doing good. And yourself? All righty. Settled in, ready to take on this hour real quick. So let's talk about, um, get my mic fixed here a little bit. There it is. I'm 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 working on my studio. I I got some new equipment for my podcast studio, so I'm a little dis- I'm not quite with this new setup just yet. All right, here we go. All right, good morning, Jay. It's good to have good you on the show. Looking forward to this uh, interview. We got to spend some time a little bit yesterday on the phone. Uh, I've got some good uh, good questions for you today. So I'm just gonna let uh, Jay. I'm just gonna go ahead and let you introduce yourself, and uh, then we'll get started. Uh, on on what we're going to do. Let, let everybody know uh, your name, hmm. your business, and we'll get ready to rock and roll. All right. Sounds good. So, hey, everyone, my name is Jay, uh, Jay Perez. I am the owner, founder, and CEO of Exivis, which is a lifestyle um, company, and Genovics, which is a business entrepreneur, pretty much lifestyle company. So those are my two babies. Um, and then I have a third one on the way. Um, the Fastbar Pro got some big, uh, big things happening on that on that end. Actually, after this after this um, uh, show, I'm going to go pay, be picking up um, the equipment for that. So I'm really excited. Today's going to be a, is is going to be a good day. So this is you, you, what you're talking about. Is is this the something that you have? made or something for the fitness industry or what is this that you're picking up today yeah something i made um i kind of my so it's a it's a plate loaded it's meant for pretty much uh another either home equipment or even in gyms i've had people buy the product and carry it to the gym with them or take it to the gym with them it's a plate loaded machine it could either be a t-bar handle um so sumo squat sumo deadlifting with the t-bar uh, it just centers the weight for you um and then, uh, and then a kettlebell handle. So you can go crazy heavy. I, I think the heaviest, not recommending it to everyone, but, uh, um, uh, I did, I think 125 pound kettlebell swing, you know, because I was able to just plate load them with 25s. Um, so yeah, you could do a few things, but mainly I like to tell people that it's meant for beginner level, um, and athletes, because I think athletes never want to strain their back. Um, so I have a lot of athletes who use the Fastbar Pro, um, especially in the NFL. Uh, I, I can't talk too much about it yet because there's some things happening with that. But I have athletes who are using the the, the, the Fastbar Pro, um, and they're loving it because their back, lower backs aren't sore. They, they're not scared. They're not slipping discs or anything like that. Although I do love squats. I'm not saying not to do that. It's just another tool in, the, in your tool belt. So tell me this. So this is, is interesting because we didn't get to talk about this, but now that I hear what you're talking about a little bit, so let's talk about somebody like myself, a little older. I used, you know, I, I squatted very heavy. I power lifted when I was a young man. Those days are long gone. But I have a, I have a, uh, my left knee is a replacement knee, mm-hmm. and so you know, doing barbell squats is not something I can do anymore. So this thing, what you're talking about, that centers you. That allows somebody like like us not to have that kind of strain on our joints yep. to be able to to do uh, squats again. I have plenty of videos of my older clients, um, ranging from like sixty to eighty years old, using the fast bar uh, again because a lot of them have knee replacements. Um, 
knee problems, uh, you know, no cartilage in their knees, um, and the the amount of comfortability that they have. I mean, I have a a sixty eight year old a client. She's jacked, and her legs are thick, and she has no cartilage in her knees, but she is able to use a fast bar um, uh, up to the best of her abilities, uh, and and she's gained the results. So yeah, I have I I'm very I'm very proud to say that you can use it even with knee issues. So where are you at in that process of, of getting this out to the market? Well, I'm small batches at the moment. So I've already released about 10 small batches, 10 batches of 10. So, um, not, so I'm still, if some people are like, Oh, that's a lot to others, you know, who've been in business, you know, that's just the starting. Um, but now I'm in the process of having investors look into it. Um, Again, big names that, you know, I could tell you off, off, off the show. Um, just sorry for building the suspense, everyone, but it's just, I can't say much right now. Yeah, um, but, I, I, I get how that, I get how that goes, but yeah, the product so, itself that intrigues me, somebody like me, cause I am, I'm 61 Yeah, and I still get after it. You know what I mean? But I'm going to tell you that there's something that's, that misses when you can't do full squatch. I can sit in the machines and I can push weight and stuff like that. But there's still something about the natural movement of being able to kind of sit and come back yep. up that yep. is needed when, you know, just like anything else, right? As you get older, you you know, how you sit on a chair and get back up is the same kind of thing like when you squat, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can't squat, because I, I haven't done barbell squatting since my knee replacement, because I'm telling you, it's a lot of pressure. And uh, I'm just not... I just, I just couldn't do that. The other thing intrigues me. It says that you can, you can multi-use this even with kettlebells. Yes. You're, you're talking about is this thing can hold the handle that you don't have to hold. So you can get a 125 pound kettlebell, correct? And do either swings or uh, lifts with your legs also, correct? Another squat. That that is correct. The only thing you can't do. um, And again, I'm not here to replace a kettlebell, uh, which I've been told. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to replace it. Um, is pretty much uh, clean um, and, and presses. I mean, because of what you're using plates. So obviously the diameter of a plate is bigger than most kettlebells, um, if not all kettlebells. So you're not going to be able to press it, but there are, I have a short bar version where you can do tricep extensions. You could do curls if you wanted. You could do rows. Um, you could do up uh, upright rows. Um, so you you can pretty much do almost everything but a uh, – a, a press with it um again depending on how much weight you have uh so it, I, i'll send you videos i'll probably even send you one just because you allow me to be on your show so this is super yeah I, I totally appreciate that jay that is yeah. i'm super i we didn't even get to talk about this but man yeah. this is kind of gets me jacked because i'm i'm somebody that um you know i lifted weights heavily in fact mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm probably a little older than you, but back in my day, you know, new, you know, functional fitness was not really something that we did a lot of. It yeah. was uh, when I played football, it was hit the weight room. How much weight right. can you you squat on the squat rack? And uh, you know, and then nutrition wasn't. I don't even know if nutrition was really talked about unless you were in the bodybuilder world. And and so, you know, even after high school, I just did powerlifting and, you know, there was no nutrition involved in powerlifting. How much weight can a big guy lift? And, right. uh, you know, I used to be able to bend the bar with 575 pounds on squatting. Right. And I used to watch the bar just kind of bounce. It used to kind yeah. of give me an adrenaline rush. But now today I've paid the price on my knees and, and everything else because of it. You know what I mean? Right. And right, so. Right, right who I teach in the future. Now, when I'm teaching my own students, I don't want to see, I don't want to see those same injuries that I've come across. So, you know, we've come a little bit farther and trying to get healthier. It's funny as you get older, you're probably already in this cause you're in the fitness industry. But when I, as I get older, you know, your nutrition starts to come into play. Your mm-hmm. mortality comes into play when stuff, when people that are close to your age are, are dying off and you're like, man, what the heck is going on? And, um, you know, you're, you're wanting to have this health thing. And then what made you as a young guy hear that? What, what made you decide I'm going to invent this thing? What caused it to be an invention for you? Is it something that you were looking for or is it just kind of happened? Um, both. Uh, I, I, it, it's that, 
I like to tinker, you know, I grew up on two acres. So um, I was building random things, you know, um, um, growing up. So I, I think my mind was always, uh, I was able to grow, you know, the, the, those kind of uh, skills. Um, but during my coaching time, a lot of, I was known for building good booties like 10, 13 years ago. So even before Instagram started and even before people were, women were all about that, you know, I started in the backyard of, of the, the house I was renting and I was getting all the, all the moms on the block, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, uh, but what the problem was is, you know, um, their squats were just garbage. You know, they were just knees were buckling in, touching each other as they squatted, they were folding over. It, it was just really bad. And I'm like, it's cool. I was like that young coach. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, get their squats on point. The problem was, is that their squats looked amazing and, you know, months, two months, just depending on how fast um, they were able to catch on, how many times they, we met up, that by the time their squats were good, they were already burnt out in a sense of they weren't getting that, the look they were going for, like the flat stomach or like they, they, they were getting results, but not in the, in that, you know, I guess fat loss kind of results that they were looking for. And it's because I was spending so much time with their squats, you know? Um, so what happened was I, I made a, I, it's not, it's not a new idea. The T bar isn't a new idea of it, but I was like, all right, what can I do? So I, I got galvanized pipe and I, and I made one with the one inch uh, for the one inch place. And then I had another pipe, where I sawed off a, a cheap machine, you know, the like leg extensions, you know, where you right. put the plates off, got that, took off that plastic, hammered it into another pipe. So I had a one inch for the galvanized, and then I had a, another two inch that was made out of galvanized, just slamming pipe on it, but, uh, or the plastic on it. And then, um, and then uh, I made like the T-bar handles out of galvanized. And uh, so, yeah, I was able to use, uh, I carry those when I traveled with my clients. And so I was able to, it's funny because the moment they got on the T-bar, the their squat was centered. They're, they were able to track their knees and drive them out. They were able to get lower. They, they were just, their form just looked so much better. I had women who couldn't squat with a 20 or sorry, a 45 pound bar, but they were already starting with like 50 plus to 80 pounds on the T-bar because they were just, it was just, you know, uh, it, was, it just complemented, uh, you know, the, the, the body very well. So that, that's kind of how it started. I just was like, how do I get results without having to put so much time and emphasis into form? That is, isn't that, isn't that awesome? How, how things like that just kind of, kind of, kind of come about through helping others and trying to, to, um, you know, better their health and you finding ways to do that. That's a, that's a good story, man. I'm looking forward to, um, seeing how that product, uh, how that product goes. Cause I'm super yeah. intrigued by it. Just at the simple fact, I'm like, wow, can I, use weights again to do some squats yep i promise you you can promise you you can once you see it i i I, once i pick them up the powder coating i got i did two colors i did a matte black and like a matte gray blue but the gray blue came with a little bit of texture not enough texture to you know tear up your hands um but enough where i was like hey you know it kind of makes sense so we'll see it's my first time putting texture on it um i'm excited for that uh so yeah once once uh actually my assistant's coming soon so i'll probably while i'm on the show i'll probably just time to go pick them up um but uh but yeah I, i'll send you pictures and we'll talk more later on, yeah, on how to make good. how do you how you can uh, yeah i'll be, I'll be totally uh yeah we'll be totally down what, what you'll need to do jay with me is just make sure that i get um where they can see these at where your youtube channel's at we will put this you know uh, all of my podcasts will be audio also. So by the end of day, I will have the audio version of what we're doing this morning. So, and then you'll be on my, on my website also at markcox.com. We'll, we'll have your, the audio version of what we have. So this will be on YouTube where people can, can watch and it'll be on audio podcasting. And then all the stuff that you can, can be listed on my website where they can go and find you. And you mm-hmm. just start, uh, you know, putting it out to your your people, and if they want to hear a little bit more about this, because you know we spent a good right out of the gate, you know, a good fifteen minutes on on what this what this product is, and so yeah. uh, I look forward to seeing how it is. And as as it gets ready again, Jay, if you want to k- hop on the show again once it's really out in production, we'll do it again. We'll talk Thank about you. it. And, you know, if you're going to send me one, I'll start using it, and uh, yep. we can talk about that because uh, I'm all about getting after it, man. And, and something that you can take with you. 
because I yes. travel a lot. Okay. Yes. Yes. That yep. is gold. Right? And, and and I don't want to talk too much more about this because I know we got we got a whole you know agenda. But one thing I want to say is I don't know how big it is for people, but even with my clothing, um, it's USA made. I I even mm-hmm. you know drill um you know holes in the, and like so for the for the the locking system and all that. Um, but uh, everything's USA made. You know, uh, so I get my steel here, my welders are here. My powder coaters are here. So, uh, and even I have hands on. So, uh, I, I truly stay true to that. And again, uh, I, I'm something I'm very proud of as well. So, you know, that's a, that's super awesome. Well, that makes the product even better, right? That we yeah. can keep it. We, we can keep it here in the States and, and still keep it where people can buy it. You know what I mean? So that's, exactly. that's a good thing. So, well, let's talk about your gym real quick, uh, where it's at, where you, where you located and let's talk about how, why did you start? um in the fitness injury have you always been in it or where did it lead you to be able to open up your own facility all right for sure so um my gym's located in uh chino california so if anyone in california you guys know where that's at um soon hopefully uh if i outgrow chino i'll be moving to chino hills (laughs) um that's the next (laughs) step but but um but i feel like i've always been into fitness i was very blessed with a crazy amazing garage gym i know when people say garage gym they just think dumbbells you know one inch plates uh for the bench press and like that's it no like literally my dad had a a full-blown gym at the house and uh and uh you know uh i was a very i'm I'm small kid you know i'm a short guy you know not nothing too crazy maybe maybe i'm considered average i'm not sure but um I'm sure a guy, but I was a small kid. And my dad was like, oh no, you know, we got to make up for this height. We're going to, we're going to lift. And I end up, and I, again, I grew up on two acres. So I, I had like that natural strength because I was always, you know, chopping down trees. And at a young age, I was doing stuff. So I was always in the fitness industry in a sense of my, at home and, 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 you know, doing, if you guys don't have a big yard, you would understand the, the, you would, you would, yeah. It's a lot of yard work. There's a lot of yard work. And I only had two acres. So I give respect for those who have like 10, 20, 50, 100. Um, but, uh, but then I was also in sports. Baseball was my life. My dad and I, we built a 75 by a 25 by 75 foot batting cage in our yard. Um, so baseball was our life. And then wrestling as well. So I, I just was always active and, and, and uh, just blessed to, to have an early start on that. And then, um, then we got to the gym, uh, you know, uh, without saying too much, I kind of started a fitness company, you know, about nine ish years ago, um, out of the back of my truck or trunk, um, my Toyota Corolla started a fitness company nine years, eight years later, opened up a gym. Uh, and the gym was supposed to be, uh, without making this message too sour, but it, it was supposed to be a partnership. Well, you know, not everyone's meant to be a C, uh, sorry, a, a business owner, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, had to cut ties, which led me to, to, you know, taking on all the responsibilities of the gym. And, um, and so like the gym was never, I'll be honest, a, 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 the first thing I wanted to do, you know, actually growing my clothing line was the first thing I wanted to do. Um, but now that I'm like, uh, you know, 130, 50 K deep, I'm like, well, might as well finish the, might as well get the gym until I build a gym to franchises. Cause I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to just close down shop now. You know what I mean? So um so yeah once i get to the the franchising then i'll probably uh, look back and be like all right it was a blessing you know what i mean right well i think that that we we you know that's one of those things that sometimes partners are not i you know i encourage a lot of people that open up schools uh martial arts schools to fly solo because partners are um you know they're you know if you're not entrepreneur minded and you know we can talk about what that looks like but then it, that's going to come and uh, come back and bite you so that's probably a good thing now did now how did you fare through the pandemic did you grow through the pandemic did you go outside did you have clients that would come and still work out with you how'd that go yeah during the pandemic i didn't stop so uh, actually my my the room i had a year and like 5 months ago year and 5 months ago i I was renting a studio and I just turned that studio into a gym. And when I mean studio, it, it wasn't a big thing. It wasn't, I have pictures. People could see that on Instagram. Um, it was a small little thing. You know, I had probably a, a squat rack and dumbbells on the floor and a barbell. That, that was my gym 
when I was training people, or I would go to their homes. Um, and then from that little setup, you know, to a, you know, 32,000 square foot facility within a year. So I grew in the pandemic. And the reason why I grew in the pandemic is I never stopped. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I literally, while people were, you know, sitting on the couch waiting for the stimmy checks, I was like, nah, you know what, let me, let me grind as much as I can. You know what I mean? So I was able to, I was, it was almost like the best time to, to, you know, sprint during a race is probably when everyone's sitting down. You know what I mean? So that's like, correct. so that's kind of what happened. I saw everyone sitting down in the race and I was like, well, you know, it's my, my shot now, you know, is it, and I, you know, without, you know, the pandemic was a really bad thing. Um, what happened to a lot of businesses. I mean, I think hundreds, hundreds of thousands, if I'm not mistaken, businesses shut down that will never open up again, you know? And I, and my heart goes out to those companies, but um, it was like the first time that I feel like the small guy, like the, you know, the small business uh, had a shot to like take, take advantage, you know, and, 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 and set us, give them authority in their, in their field. Yeah, I agree with all that's a that's a hundred percent. It's good to know because we we also got right after it. Now we had these group classes and stuff like that, but we you know we put a website up within a week that had videos on it. We would go live every day and have class every day and and stuff like that. Testings we would do outside. We would meet at the park and we would just uh, keep getting after it. And and good to say because martial arts schools closed down like they were going out of style. Luckily, yeah. I don't just do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I mean, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu schools really got hit hard because even them, it's very hard to do anything at home. You know right. what I mean? So they got hit really hard. But teaching Krav Maga and Tongsudo, you you were still able to get up and 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 get things going. So we, you know, most of all of our in our organizations and stuff, you know, none of our schools really closed down. You know, we just got after it. My stimulus right. checks, I opened, uh, mine's about to launch. I open, I use my stimulus check to uh, buy an online coffee business because I love coffee. And so when I was sitting at home, I was like, what else is there? Now, everybody's drinking coffee in the pandemic. They're sitting at yep. home, not going to a store. And I said, I'm going to do an online, you know, and I got, you know, so America's best coffee brew is coming out and I just get the final stages of the banking part of it. And then off it's going to be launched and we'll see what happens with it. So that's what I did with with uh, stimulus money. I certainly didn't sit around and go buy a new TV. I can tell you that uh, it's funny. I would I think that's how you talked. You said earlier about what an entrepreneur mindset looks like. If I was getting free money, it was going towards the business. It, it, it was like I, I saw when I got a stimulus check, I was like. I'm going to invest into the fast bar. So I used one for the fast bar, you know what right. I mean? And then I used one to buy new equipment, you know? So I, I, I didn't buy a new pair of shoes. Like I, I know, you know, I know, no, no shade to anyone who did that, but I think if the shoe fits, that's how, that's what makes the difference between, are you ready for that entrepreneur life? If your first thought was, you know, buying something Gucci, then, then you probably are not there yet. You're not there yet. Not saying you can't get there, but for someone like you know yourself and my or, or myself, like the first thought was we're investing it into a business. You know what I mean? Right. So that's mm-hmm. a good sign if you guys. So if you guys are like wondering, hey, should I start a business? What would you do with money, free money? And what did you do with free money? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Carrie's on right now. How you doing, Carrie? She's saying this is where you can follow Genevix on. On, uh, she's on Instagram. Oh yeah, Carrie, have them follow my personal page. My personal page connects to everything. So yeah, personal page. Also, yeah, so Carrie, if you get it, if you get a second, Carrie, go ahead and put that up also, and I'll and I'll flash it on the uh, and then it'll be in the be in the uh, be in the notes also. So just pop it up on there when you get a minute. So I was reading through your bio a little bit. You know, I think that this is some some good stuff to to talk about. I mean, you it started off. It said the road to success is narrow. It's meant to test your limits yet a lot of people seem to forget nothing worth achieving will come easy with that said i want to share what i've learned along the ways and setbacks happen let's talk about that setbacks and and who you surround yourself with will determine your success let's talk about the setbacks was that part of your setbacks being uh, a partner that was but that that setback didn't come until later um Mm -hmm. the first i mean since we're on that topic I will tell other business owners or, you know, potential partners, if you're listening to this right now, um, I know they say don't go in business with your family or your best friend. I, I think that's true. 
to a certain extent. If you're going to go in business with people that anybody now, it doesn't even matter. Everyone gets lumped into the same category in this. Get paperwork, get contract signed. None of this like, oh, verbal stuff. Oh, he said, no, no, no. He said, he said, he, he said, she said, doesn't none of that. If it's not on paper, it doesn't exist. And and I think once you're able to get it on paper, you're able to delegate um, uh, uh, roles. So, for instance, if it's 50-50, you, you're able to delegate 50-50. If it's, you know, 70-30, you're able to delegate uh, accordingly. So if you don't have it on paper, you're not able to, to um, give roles appropriately. So that's all I'm going to say for that. Um, but because partnerships can can be a huge setback for my setback for my partnership cut is costed me about 50 to maybe $60,000. That was my, you know, that's a huge chunk of change out of my pocket, you know? Um, and it comes with animosity as well. Uh, when you have to, you know, end the partnership, uh, guess what? They don't, people don't usually take that kindly and they will tell everyone you know, their side of the story, you know, to everyone, which usually that their side makes you look bad, you know what I mean? So, and that is a huge step back too, because that takes a lot of emotional and mental strain from, from you as a, as a, as a business, you, you're already doing a hundred things. The last thing you need is, is, is that, you know? So, um, but again, I don't want to talk too much about that. All I'm going to say is partnerships can be a setback if you don't put exactly what you want up front. And I don't care if it's your mom and my mom, I want, I, mom, you're putting your name down <laughs> on this paper. You know what I mean? Because in the end of the day, who can say no to their mom? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. If, unless it's on paper. <laughs> so even if your mom, you better put it on paper. It, do, it does not matter. So, and no guys, it wasn't my mom who was my partner, <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but anyways, um, the first step back was being homeless. Honestly, uh, when I, like I said, when I said I started my apparel company, um, um, out of the back of my Toyota Corolla, I meant that from a, a, a homeless standpoint, you know, I, uh, first step back was going to school full-time, working full-time and living in my car full-time. So, uh, that, you know, I was in my car for a year and a half and I want to tell people this, I was in my car for a year and a half because I was a year and a half in the victim mindset. I was a year and a half in the poor me mindset, the pity me, the why me, all that stuff. I was in, I, it, it makes for a good story, but I'll be honest with you. The real lesson is what is that the moment I changed my mindset was the moment I got out of that. So, you know, nice. so, um, so the first, during that time I was working, I was working at Walmart. This was like 10 years ago. So I was working at Walmart from 9 PM to 6, 7 AM. I go to the Mount Sac shower and the shower stuff. I was, it was dribbles, just dribbles. I was like, well, I, I don't know how I'm going to shower, but I tried, I did my best. And then at eight, in the, eight o'clock, you know, I had my first class all the way to about like 5 p.m. Um, and then I tried studying and doing stuff and I slept 30 minutes and I did that for, you know, two years and I fell asleep and, you know, totaled my car. Um, but, uh, but during that time, I learned that. 24 hour, or sorry, Planet Fitness was the best way to go. I paid for 10 bucks, a dollar to sign up for Planet Fitness, $10 a month. And I got to sleep there, shower, shave, do all that stuff. And I got to eat their Tootsie Rolls every day. I had a diet of Tootsie Rolls because they had, they had a bucket of Tootsie Rolls. I don't know if they still do. I haven't been. I swore to never walk into a Planet Fitness again. <laughs> but this, but um, they had buckets, like gallons of, you know, just Tootsie Rolls. So I would pan and boom, put them in. My teeth were starting to hurt. I'm surprised I still have teeth. Um, and then every other Friday, I would go get their pizza. So I would go right. from this planet fitness, grab pizza, and go to that planet fitness and grab pizza. And that was I was like, "Whoop! I'm set for the weekend," you know. Um, but uh, those those hardships, uh, I th that's what it early started, and and my mindset shifted after again. I was all I was in that position because of my mindset. Um, it, it does make for a great story, but I'll be honest. I, I tell people this all the time. I'd rather not have a story and had, and, and did it, I guess in the, you know, I guess there's no right or wrong way, but it, it, lack of a better term, the right way. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I would have maybe not have been a, a butthead as a kid and got kicked out. Maybe not, you know, been put in my feelings 
for a year and a half and stayed there. Cause that's a year and a half guys. I can't get back. Although I work hard to make up for it. It's still a year and a half. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, it's, it's like, I did. I I'd rather not have to have learned the lesson the hard way. And we're all, some of us are just so stubborn. That's the only way we're going to learn it. That, that God knew God knew God is like, yeah, that's the only way he's going to learn. So <laughs> here's, here's your journey. Yeah, that's, that's well, and that's quite a story. I think that you're, you're right about that. It's, it's, uh, but I think what I got out of your story more than being homeless is the, uh, the ownership of, listen, it was my mindset is, is what made me be this. You know what I mean? It was a uh, wallow in, in pity instead of, uh, you know, get up and get after it. And I think that's it. That, I think that's the lesson learned. Um, if people can have some extreme ownership in, in what they, what they do, they will accomplish much. It's when they cannot come to grips like you had done yourself to say, man, this is my fault. This is my mindset. I'm going to have to, yeah. if I want to change my world, I got to change me. You know what I mean? I can't change yeah. the world until I change my world. And when my world's changed, I can help with that. So exactly. That was, uh, that, I think that's a super, super lesson. I think that's, that's awesome. And then, um, while we were on here, I went onto your Instagram page also. I, I, I went ahead and, uh, followed you on instagram i could see that your gym is a really nice gym um by the way that. so uh let's you know let's talk about what you said i i think this is another awesome lesson right uh I've, i tell my students this all the time you are who you surround yourself with. you know uh, be careful and then don't be surprised as you get older that you start cutting people off that aren't in, on your same direction right it's yeah. who you surround yourself will determine your success how, how did you start and, and who did you come around that started having that same mindset as you did? Yeah. Okay. So it's, that goes back to right at the pity end of uh, the end of the pity me stage. I, um, you know, I'll be honest. There's one night, this is for the men uh, that, you know, need extreme uh, accountability. I remember waking up from like a nightmare and um, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I looked in the rear view mirror and I just had, I had tears, I had tears coming down. And, uh, and, uh, I think I was just tired of it. I was sick of it. Um, so that's when I said, you know what, uh, today I'm going to do, I'm going to get out of Walmart. I'm going to get out of, you know, my, this, these circumstances, talk to a friend who was in a job I wanted. I got the job, you know, it took me two tries to get it. By the second time I was able to get it. Once I was there, I was like, man, all right, well, I need help in my business. So I went on Instagram. And this is at a time where I don't think people were as flashy as they were on Instagram. I feel like people who they were more genuine. And I just reached out to somebody who, you know, I'm very faith based. And it's like I was scrolling through Instagram and there was someone that I knew. No, I didn't know who they were. And they just looked very well off and very successful. I reached out, got in contact with them, actually got scheduled a call. And then, um, and then I had talked to the, the CEO of, of, of that company and he's like, yeah, we just talked. So a long story story is that I got in contact, the, 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 his assistant talk, um, was the next one to talk to him, like the next day or two. And he's like, well, you talked, you talked to, 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 to his name's Anthony, you talked to Anthony already. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, he's never does that. He goes, I don't know what you said or how you, how you manage that. He goes, but no one ever talks to him first. I was like, whoa. I was like, well, I was like, I was already in that mindset. I'm like, now I'm talking, to, I'm going to start talking to people. So I talked to Anthony and Anthony started helping me with my business. Right. And as I started, so back to the question, as I started with my mindset and I started leveling up, I was, I had more confidence to talk to people who were already leveled up. You know what I mean? I, I, I think, I, I don't think I attract anyone in a sense. I think I was, I think honestly, they were attracting me. You know, if I look back at it, because there is no way I was too new in the mindset, too new in the in the doing, too new in the accountability to even think that I was the one attracting people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I something somewhere they, they, they somehow they were attracting me. And I was because I was doing that changes. I they I was finding them. You know what I mean? They, the doors were opening. So that's kind of how it, it really started. You know, you, is that I think. I was leveling up to, to, to be able to talk to these people. So what you did is you went and found a mentor to, to start. Right. And this is a, this is great advice, by the way, 
I have a very similar story as six months into my business. I didn't think I was going to make it. You know, I was able to pay the rent, but I wasn't growing a business. I went looking for somebody and believe it or not, I found him in black belt magazine. He was a school of the month. And I'm like, I think this guy, first of all, I said, I think this guy's a Christian. And I think that he has a big school. And uh, I called him up just like you did. And he told me, if you get a plane ticket out here, I'll put you up and I'll help you teach you how to do that. Isn't it amazing that people that have success, mm-hmm. real entrepreneurs with success have no problem helping those that are out there trying to get after it. And, yep. uh, and I've done that, uh, myself. So that's a, that also is quite a story to, to be able to tell not just you, not just, but your clients too. say, listen, you know, mindset's everything. And here's my story. Let me tell you how my mindset was and where it is. That's where your mindset needs to be. Also, I think the Awesome, you know, just awesome life lessons there uh, that you talk about and talk about when you surround yourself with like minded. Right. If you want to have a good marriage, then I guess you should hang out with people that have them. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, if you want to make good money, you got to hang out with somebody that makes money, not somebody that talks about making money. Yeah, so, I'm very big on that. Uh, I, I go on rants on Instagram all the time about about if you how are you so successful but don't have time to help people i I just don't get it i I think you know in genomics i one of the 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 things i say in genomics is you know a lot of my clients in genomics ask all the right questions they just ask all the wrong people because people don't want to help others you know you got to find your community you got to find your your people your circle and uh, that's what i've done with the gym that's what i'm doing with genomics and uh and uh, I think that's what we're doing here, you know, um, so I'm very yeah. blessed to be a part of it. Yeah, I think that's all. I, just a really good, really good, solid core uh, way. It doesn't it doesn't surprise me that you have the success you do uh, as you're moving forward. And then, you you know, you take what you have and then you're starting to, you know, get into the next the next level of uh, of what it is. And you're going to have something on your plate. You know, um, you know, I picked the coffee thing. You pick this. This is something that is easy for people to have and easy to have at your house and easy to use. And yep. that just makes things even more, um, you know, impactful. I have that too. I, like you said, your dad hasn't, you know, I invested in my gym at my home before the pandemic. I really started building a nice home gym and I'm kind of an old school guy. So if you see my, I got those old iron weights that are dumbbells, you know, up to a yep. hundred and something pounds. And, um, you know, and I got old iron weights cause I like to hear the clang of the irons and, yep. and I got a few machines in there that, that I have. And, and I have a really nice home gym because I was watching the gym etiquette kind of leave our most, you know, gym that was for bodybuilders in, in my community, bodybuilders and power lifters and those type of guys, that gym is gone by the wayside unless you do something like yourself that's semi-private. And yeah. I said, man, the gym etiquette of these young kids today and you know, filming and that you got to walk in front of their camera. It, it, I got so sick and tired of it Yeah, that I said, I'm having my own gym where I can have some peace and quiet and do my thing. So that's right. how I built that. So it was that that's uh that was quite a story listening to that your pops. Now, how about your dad? Is he is your dad still with you? Yes. Yes. Uh, He, uh, he, he still has the heavy lift. All his joints are messed up. And I try, I beg him like that. Let the five pounders now you're okay. (laughs) I know he's over there pressing with two shoulder surgeries and can't even lift up his arms to scratch his nose, pressing 80 pounds. He can press them this way, right? He can press 80 pounds. The moment he's done, he can't lift up his arm to grab his nose. I'm like, come on. That's his, his, that's his old, this is, this is just an old man mentality, man. I'd done the same thing. Young kids were, were, were pressing, uh, you know, I don't know, was it 350 on the, on the bench? And I said, Hey, can I walk, walk, walk in? I just did it to do a couple reps. My wrist hurt so bad after pushing that weight, you know, all that pressure on my wrist from all of my years of martial arts. And last time I, last time I, even myself, I did those 120 dumbbells. I've never done them since that day because my wrist, it compacted my wrist so bad that I could yeah. hardly train in martial arts for a while. And I'm like, man, my young days of being that pit bull are over, man. I'm kind of the junkyard dog now. So yeah, it's just light, lightweights and agility. Honestly, now, now that's, that's why I tell him, I'm like, it's okay. But, but then I'm over there lifting and, and you know, he's like, 
nope, nope. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's I can't even work out with them because I already know that like if I work out with them, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. One day his arm gave out. Literally was pressing his arm, gave out, dropped the weight. And I'm like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yeah." He goes, "But we're moving up in weight." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So, yeah. that mentality. I get relate. I get relate. Right, I, I guess now we see where I get my mentality from. Like I'm just yeah. not giving up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I, I I understand where pops is coming from for sure. <laughs> that's funny. I, I'm I'm no different. I'm no different. My kids watch me too. They're like dad. And, uh, to, then to even when you, you know, I've got some students here that are pretty strong. Even my one son, my one, my oldest boy is pretty strong. You know, he can push, he can push 85, 90 pound dumb, uh, kettlebells up over his head for presses. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. Oh man, get out. If you can do it, I can do it. I yeah. lifted that thing. And I'm like, oh. I did one and set it down and said, you see, son, I can do it. But I'll tell you what, I paid the price afterwards. Yeah, That's for sure. Yep. Exactly. So exactly. <laughs> Well, let's talk about this one. You had another good, this is a good one, man. It said comparing yourself will destroy your momentum. Um, mm-hmm. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's uh, dabble into that a little bit. I think yeah. that's a really good core value right there. Yeah. I, I think we get caught up on social media. I mean, everything's fake. It's called a social media or Instagram filter. That's what I like. Instagram filter. I think, um, you know, are there some real things out there? Yeah, uh, but I don't think it's it's worth the time finding those real things out there. So just, you know, whatever, leave, you know. Um, but I, I think in business, I have coaches, you know, uh, who are like, you know, they're just starting out, right? And then they're comparing themselves to me, the gym owner, you know, the the, the guy who owns a, a fitness company, you know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, like, why are you focused on me? what what does my business have to do with your business you know when i was in your shoes all i had my blinders on i was working hard i, I didn't have, i i you know i sat down with them and i'm like you know while you're focused on where i'm at i was like your your 5 a.m to 11 a.m should be packed your 4 p.m to your 8 p.m should be packed i go but they're not i go i see you training once 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 a day with with a client and like, you, know, you know what i mean i'm like so why don't you focus on yourself but that's just part of it. The other part, like I said, is is being in a position where you you see someone that is you know same age as you or same industry as you, and you're looking, you're like, I want to be where they're at. But you know, you don't know when they started. You know, you don't know if they started ten years ago. Um, you don't know if they started ten plus years ago. You don't know. Um, you know, if if they were have partners, you don't know if they were you know inherited money. You don't you don't know what it is. But you're so you're so focused on them that you're beating yourself up for not being where they're at. You know what I mean? And and and, I, and like I said, it destroys that 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 momentum that you've created or the potential momentum that you might have because you keep stopping yourself. You keep stop every time you do that. You stop yourself. And and momentum is one of the hardest things, in my opinion, to build. But once you build it, it you know, it, it, you, you ride that wave. Yeah, I yeah, that's a good 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 core value there to talk about that too. I, I think that uh well, I think that it's a human nature, whether it's it's a martial arts school. I think sometimes even you know, I, I a long time ago I I stopped uh wondering if uh, I'm gonna be caring about martial arts schools that open up around me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I had a good advice one time for me was, why don't you focus in on having the best school and not worry about who's who's opening around you? Right. And that's what that would been. Once I got that from him, I was like, yeah, I like that. I like that advice. And that's the way I went after it from there. And, uh, you know, and I've withstand the test of time. You know what I mean? So I mean, if you come into my town, I've been there the longest. I've been here 32 years. So I've already. uh um it's, you know, I've already made that happen. So, right. uh, I, that, I think that that's good. And I, I taught, listen about your Instagram and stuff like that. I, I, tell me if you agree. I think sometimes people follow us. We have a big following because they're waiting for us to fall, not yeah. to encourage us. I think there's more Ooh. haters on there than there are, than they're, they're, they're waiting for you to make the mistake. And I, I put a meme out the other day. I said, my biggest supporters are people I don't even know. Yeah. And the ones that want to see me fall are in my back door. 
And yeah. that's why they follow me seeing like, okay, is he going to, what's he going to mess up on today? What's he going to do incorrect today? What can I pounce on today? Say, see, yeah. so you, you agree with that uh, assessment? I'm sure you yeah. get the hate. I get, I, I think, I don't know if you saw, um, I know we follow on Facebook and I have my Instagram, but I had posted a packed calendar not too long ago, like a couple days ago, my calendar was just packed and I just, it was a small flex to those who hate me. But like you said, the ones that are waiting for us to fall, I, I was like, I even posted, I was like, I packed, posted a pack. I mean, it was just, it was my calendar's jam-packed. And I'm like, I'm too busy. You say what you want about me, but I'm too busy outworking you to care. <laughs> That's awesome. You, you know what I mean? And, and, and I'm, and, and I, and the people that I know that do their little whispers and chatters, you know, as a, as a business owner, I need to see my algorithms and I look at the numbers and I see the people who look at the posts and I'm like, I know, you know, that I'm talking about you. You know what I mean? But, but uh, again, I don't have, I don't have time, but every now and then you got to let the little kid out and just play the little game for a second. But, uh, but yeah, I, I was just like, for those who talk, you know, talk your stuff, I'm letting you know that I'm, I'm too busy out working and here's the proof, you know, so do what you want with that, but I'm not going to fall anytime soon. But, you know, again, um, I like to tell people, I'm not trying to prove anyone wrong. You know, and that goes back to a negative mindset. I'm trying to prove myself right. I don't care what you think. I don't care how you, what you say. It's how I feel, what I think, and what I'm going to do. So as long as I'm focusing on proving myself right, and I think this is a great mindset for anyone who's listening, I know you have your haters. I know you have the people you want to just show them. But you're constantly in the negative. You can't, I'm telling you, you cannot grow that. In, in that. The moment you look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm just going to prove myself right. It's an automatic shift in the mindset where you're just now you're in the positive. You're focusing 100% in the positive realm of, of things. You know what I mean? So maybe someone who's out there who can resonate with that, try making that shift. I, I think, you know, in a couple of days you're going to be like, what a difference. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, good, good. Uh, that's, that's a great analogy. Also, I thought, I thought, um, you know, I speak about that even here, even in a, in a martial arts world where you compare yourself to what, you know, well, this guy's so much more naturally talented than how am I ever going to get to that level? I ain't worried about what level you know, you got to worry about what level you get to. You can't worry about what somebody else is doing. There's always going to be somebody bigger, better and better. Yep. And uh, and you can't you can't live life on, on the what ifs. OK, uh, you know, I, I say that all the time. You can't live on what ifs. you got to live on what now. And not right. on what ifs. And so I think that that's powerful, powerful stuff that you get. I, I, you share this. How are you as a trainer? Do you get to, you know, I have a great trainer. His name is Ronnie. I told you about him. Right. And uh, he's more than a trainer. We used to have some, you know, when he would lift with me and stuff, he, his philosophies would just kind of, that was the other part of him that was awesome. Do you get to share that kind of mind shift and mindsets with your clients when you're working with them? I get to share that with everyone within my serve. I've built, I built from the, I built inside out. What I mean by that is everyone who comes into my community, they're, they're, they're welcomed as family. They're they're It's tight knit. It's tight knit. My influence on them when I get to share my mindset, you know, my habits, my, my, my lifestyle, it, it starts to trickle, trickles from them to the next person. So I think a lot of people, they try to, they cast their net so wide, they're trying to influence a person they've never met before. Does that happen? Yes. I, I know I influence people all around, you know, that, that I've never met. And I know their influence because they messaged me, but I never focus on that. I've always focused on the end and, and, it, and it trickles out, right? So I'm very blessed to just tell people that, when, when it comes to fitness, I'm, I'm not just talking about, you know, the six pack and big booties. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get, I'm telling them that, Hey, um, you know, I tell them that, you know, motivation is for people who lack discipline. You know, I get to tell them that like you, if you want the body, stop looking to be motivated every day. You need to be disciplined. You need to come in the days you don't want to, you need to come in when you know it's leg day. Don't tell me you're sick. I know you ain't sick. You know what I mean? Like th that, I, I, this is what I tell people. That's how I describe motivation. And some people can resonate with this. There's that quote you hear in the morning. 
you're like, wow, that is an amazing quote. It makes your hair stand up. You, you got the tingles and you, your day goes well. By the end of the night, I could ask you, hey, what was that quote again? You're like, oh, I don't remember. I have it, right? That's what, that's what motivation looks like. It, it's, a, it's a small uh, adrenaline dump. And by the end of the day, you're, you're, you don't even remember it, right? But if you have discipline and you have to do A through Z, guess what? At the end of the day, if it's discipline, I say, hey, did you do A through Z? It's a yes or no, because you know if you did or not. You don't need to remember the, the, that quote or that song or that person or that story because you have you already in your books. You know what you need to do because you're going to do it again tomorrow. And you're going to do it again the next day. You're going to do it again the next day. I mean, how many quotes are you going to hear every day? You're going know, to wake up and hear a new quote. You know what I mean? That doesn't a quote every four hours. You know what I mean? Like it, that's what I. So, but back, back, long, full circle back. I get to share my mindset. I do think sometimes I'm, I'm told uh, I'm a little aggressive. Not, not my circle, but outside. Again, I'm told I'm a little aggressive. I'm blunt. I'm, I'm, I'm too, I'm too no BS. And I'm like, I don't know if there's such a thing, you know, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. So I get, I do get told that a lot, you know, yeah, Jerry, well, Jerry, Jerry if, you, if you were around okay. me, you'd hear that about me on a constant man. Yeah. I am a no bullshit dude. I'm going to tell you yeah. that for a fact. And I'm pretty blunt. And as you get older, I used to wonder why do oh guys, why do older men get kind of seem like grumpy? You know why? Because they just don't they're they're tired of bullshit and they don't really care. That's and that's you know, I don't want to hear any more excuses and, and I just want to, you know, yeah, you know, either get after it or, or get off, you know, one of the two. So exactly. it's it's such a uh, great. And those are awesome, you know, awesome quotes about, I know a lot of people live in the meme lifestyle that, you know, they, they, they meme it out there and, uh, yeah. and they see that. And, and, you know, I've even seen leaders talk about, you know, their leadership and then they have this meme and I'm like, and I don't know. I said, start, start living the meme, stop posting the meme. You know what I mean? Yep. Exactly. And, and I, you know, in my own story, I tell, I tell everybody quite a bit. I said, motivation is just like you said, it's a, it's a short lived thing because when you go to bed at night and you're super motivated in the morning, I'm going to start this diet. I'm going to start all this and you get up and you are fired up and you're motivated for the day and two o'clock and life comes around at 2 PM. That motivation is gone. And you're like, ah, I'll just wait till the next, I'll wait till the weekend. And then it's over. If you don't have self-discipline, uh, you know, you, you don't, you don't have anything. You can't worry about, here's the other thing. I don't, I don't know, Jay, how you deal. This is a good thing to kind of wind down our stuff about, cause we're getting off of that hour, but how, how you tell your clients, I, I haven't told you my story, but there was a, you know, I, I, I have, I've lost 115 pounds. Right. And when I did it, you know, motivation isn't what I was motivated to do it to start, but I'm telling you with, it was my discipline that kept me going. Right. But how do you tell clients, you know, I've been with the best trainers in the world uh, that I could train with and, and do all this stuff with, but there was nothing they can do without me doing the work that needed to be done. Right. How do you, how do you tell your students you've got, I'm here, you know, and I'm here to coach you. Mm -hmm. I'm not, he's not necessarily there to motivate me. He's there to coach me. I'm going to tell oh. you what you're going to do. Yeah. And if you do it, you're going to get success. If you don't, you can't keep coming to me for some kind of motivational speech or come, come to me. So how, oh. how do you work that in? Oh man. Okay. So for, this is something that I actually sit down with my coaches on. So I'm, if you're a coach or, um, yeah, I think this could go to almost any product or service. So, but for now, we'll just talk about it as a coaching way. Uh, there, there first has to be a, a why, you know, in a sense of, for instance, I have someone who is, you know, they want to lose 80 pounds. Um, that's cool. But what, why do you want to lose 80 pounds, right? You got to get them to, to break that shell. You know, it, what, what, what's significant about that number? Then you start to see that they, then as you, as you kind of, build that relationship with them you realize that you know they lost a loved one you know from you know uh, health issues that were were associated with weight 
you know what I mean? Um, they, they got a scare from the doctor telling them like, Hey, if you don't do this, you're going, you're look, you just, you're looking at, this is what your future looks like. You know what I mean? Um, then also you look at beyond that, then it comes to confidence. You know, you, you got to get them to say like, I'm not confident. I, and I'm not here to body shame anybody. And I know what society tells us, but the truth is when you really talk to these people that, you know, that want to lose, they just don't have confidence and they're torn. They're stuck between a rock and a hard place because they're being told on social media that they should accept themselves for who they are. But internally, when they look in the mirror, they're not happy, but they don't know where to go. So you got to tell them like, what do you want? And when, when they figure out like, Hey, I don't care what social media tells me, I'm not happy. So I, I'm going to do something about it. Right. So when, when first you got to break down their, 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 their really what's significant about that number, right? Are there a goal? You know, it doesn't have to be a number. It could be a goal. Then you got to talk about the respect. I like to ask them, do you have respect for yourself? And, you know, and I know it sounds like a trick question, but it, it's the God honest truth because I talk about this a lot, not just with my clients, but my coaches, my agents, my employees, myself, um, my circle on Instagram, all that social media stuff is that if you do not have authority or if you lose authority in your voice, you'll never accomplish anything. And what does that mean? I mean, we'll go back to the fitness. A lot of people say they want to lose weight, right? New Year's resolution. I'm going to get on it. I'm going to get on a New Year's resolution. But in the same sentence, if not the next sentence, they say, I'm going to lose weight on New Year's resolution, my New Year's resolution. But then the next sentence, they're like, but we'll see how long I can do it. Why? Because they have lost so much authority in their voice that even when they say it and they hear it, they don't they know that to be true. Because they don't have any respect for their goals, their themselves, their future, or anything like that. And I don't mean to be again blunt or or or, or too straightforward, but the truth is, guys, you lack so much respect in yourself that even when you say something to better yourself, you don't even believe it. So when, mm -hmm. when I talk to a client, I let them know that they're not, I'm not here to persuade them. I'm not here to convince them. I'm here to help them with the goal they want. And during that time when I'm helping them, I'm here to tell them that it's that motivation that they're looking for. They're looking for that discipline. They're looking for that, that respect in themselves. They're looking to regain that authority that when they say, hey, I'm going to come Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they're going to come Monday, Wednesday, Friday. When they say, I'm going to cut out, you know, chips and soda they're going to cut out chips and soda when they you know what i mean and, and it gets to a point that i've had grown men grown women all shapes and sizes come to me and cry to me because they said that it has never been easier once they made that mindset once they said hey i do have respect for myself and i do want to regain the authority in my my, my own self um it becomes it, it's the moment they say i'm gonna cut out soda it's done. It's easy because they said it. They, they believe in it. They know it's going to be true. So, um, yeah, I hope that wasn't too long-winded, but it, it, I really do sit down with everyone that I can reach, and I tell them, I tell them that the moment you lose authority in your own voice, you'll never accomplish anything you say. Yeah, no, I think that this is uh, definitely not long-winded. I think that you're, it, it's a powerful testament to a good coach that – First of all, good coaches do this. They are they are they tell you the truth. They are blunt. And when you mess up, they're going to tell you, "Did you do this?" Yeah. You can't be you can't be upset at me. Right? You can't be upset at the world for what you lack. And so and I I've had to hear this my yeah, my shift came not from being trained at that particular time. I remember I, I had a health issue that happened, right? I had a blood clots and it happened from an injury on top of it. And that's where I had a mindset shift. You know, one of my stories was, you know, I, I wrote about this in my book, but uh, I remember laying in, in the hospital and I'm like, man, what's going to happen with my kids if something happened to me, man, and I wasn't here. And it was hard on my parents because both of my parents are still alive. And I'm like, what, man, what am I going to do with that? And then for six months, my mindset was like, I was scared for six months, to be honest with you. I thought every time my heart did something, I was going to have a stroke. And I was just like, you know what, God, don't give me a stroke. Just take me home if that's the way it's going to be. 
But there was a shift in my mind when I said, I'm not living like this anymore. And uh, I went after it. The keto diet's what I followed. That's what started my whole journey. And it, it, it really turned things around for me. And that was the journey I started. And I just went after it. I didn't tell anybody about it when I first started. You mm-hmm. know, it's funny is I didn't tell anybody because I was felt that I can't tell everybody because if I fail at it, it's just going to be another failed thing. So I said, I'm not even putting it out there. But after about three weeks, when people are starting to notice like, hey, are you dropping some weight or what's going on? And, and uh, you know, I would just say stuff like, hey, I'm just kind of changing my changing lifestyles up a little bit. Yeah. And, um, uh, and then all of a sudden it got no, more noticeable and more noticeable. And then that, that once it's noticeable, then you're all in, especially if you're in an influence day, right? You're, I'm like, right. and I can't be screwing up now because everybody and their mother's watching me. Um, so I appreciate uh, a coach like yourself, what you talk about. My coach was a lot the same way. Uh, and if you don't have thick skin, sometimes you don't really need a coach. You need a, you need a mirror. Uh, that's what yeah. I tell everybody, right? Yes. yes. So, uh, I it, think it's that... true. It's, uh, I know we're coming up on that time, but I just want to say like, uh, if I've said this before and I got a lot of hate for it, but this it, is true. You cannot let life be your trigger. Everyone always has that. Oh, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. This, this. Guys, life happens to everyone. Okay, mm-hmm. if you let life be your trigger, you're going to live a hard, unsatisfied, unhappy, miserable life. Because if that red light or if you catch every red light and it triggers you, now your day sucks, right? If someone breaks up with you and that triggers you or the talk of relationship triggers you because someone broke up with you, you're, you're going to have cruddy relationships. If if um going for your dreams you failed one time and that and going for your dreams now triggers you you're never going to go for your dreams you, you go I'm saying, like life cannot be your trigger and 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 i think going back to the tough skin you need to have tough skin and stop giving letting people think that the strength you know all these people who cry about you know that victim mindset they get called so being strong for sharing their tears of victim being victims that's not strength guys. And I don't mean to be mean about it, but it's not strength. Stop giving those people strength. True strength comes from overcoming. True strength comes from never giving up. True strength comes from sharing your stories of how you overcame, not sharing your stories and how you stopped and cried about it. That's, that's not strength. So anyways, guys, yeah, I I don't want to take up too much more time. No, I think that was a good, that's a good ending. Jay. I think, uh, your, 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 the quality of what you talk about is, uh, is the kind of coaches needed, especially in today's, uh, uh, you know, and I, and believe it or not, Jay, I think there's a lot more coaches like, like yourself or myself out there. Uh, and of course they always get hate because, you know, we just say it the way it is and, yeah. and you know, people want to hate on it. I, I mean, I don't care. You know, you, what you're hating is you're hating yourself and you just, yep. and you're using me to, uh, to, to attack because you can't stand what you're looking at yourself. So that, that, that is definitely one of those things. So, man, I appreciate this hour, man. I'm looking forward to uh, us getting together on uh, this invention you got. I think that was a, an exciting, that was an exciting uh, thing for me. Cause uh, you know, I'm like, wow, that's something I can, I'll, I'll probably be able to use that. And then just I see go you in a couple over your, weeks, right? What's that? I see yeah, you in a couple see you. weeks. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, we're going to be. Okay, bring it. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll I'm going to be at that. I'll keep posted. Yeah, I'm going to be at that jujitsu tournament with, um, we were just talking about it. You know, we're going to be at that jujitsu tournament with uh, my uh, my students. And so we'll be able to see each other and get, and, and get to know each other a little bit better out there. That's going to be a, yep. a good time. So, but yeah, I appreciate your, uh, your candor. I, I, I thought your, uh, your four points of, of what you did for yourself. And then, you know, the best thing, Jay, I can tell you just from my perspective on getting to know you here for this past hour, but, uh, you, you don't talk to talk, you walk the walk and you, you came from living in a car to owning a, a, you know, a gym, a facility to then all of a sudden, you know, and I to all of a sudden inventing something that helps other people having coaches. And now you're coaching coaches, 
I mean, this is the ladder of success that goes from one to two to three. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you've uh, walked that walk. And so from my perspective, just kind of listening to your story, uh, you take that win because I tell everybody this too. Um, you know, you need failure is what your, uh, you know, gives you lessons. Your wins is what keep you going. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I'll, for me, uh, I'd like to tell you, coach, from one coach to another, take the win today, man. You, you've uh, you've overcome a lot. I'm proud to uh, be able to to spend this hour with you, man. It was a good thing for me. That means a lot to me. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. You go uh, go get your stuff that you got. I got you got a busy day coming up. I appreciate yeah. the hour. We'll uh, we'll uh, get to know each other on the phone a little bit more and we'll be texting back and forth. And I'll see you at the Jiu Jitsu tournament. Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a yes, good one. Sir. Bye-bye, Jay. You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, and coming at it from a real angle. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at MarkCox100. Make sure to subscribe and review. And tell a friend or two about the show. For more, hit up the website at MarkCox.com. Till next time, keep it real.